The Lady Parts Doctor podcast is a health podcast focusing on issues that affect women and those assigned female at birth. However, it is for everyone. This is our safe place to talk about things that matter to you, involving your spiritual, mental, and physical health, so really your total health. We talk and I give you the evidence with a little of my personal and professional experience sprinkled in. So sit back and relax. We have a lot to talk about. Welcome to the Lady Parts Doctor podcast. I'm Dr. Stephanie Hack, the Lady Parts Doctor. Happy New Year! It's so exciting to finally be getting a chance to talk with you in the new year because the last conversation we had was, mm, it's been a little while. If you remember, we talked about postpartum bodies. And I have to tell you, that was a really good episode. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. Tell me what you think. But I felt like it was therapeutic for me to work on it, and I feel I got a lot of feedback from people who had been postpartum at some point, and it was just really good to hear all of the shared experiences. I also think it was therapeutic for the seven women that participated and gave their clips, and some of them talked about how it felt to just hear themselves Um, And then, of course, some of them didn't listen, but it was really good. So take a listen to that if you haven't. But we're in a new year. It is January of 2023. From eating lucky food to fireworks and popping champagne, the new year is celebrated in different ways throughout the world. In Brazil, they head to the beach and celebrate with wave jumping while wearing all white. They walk into the water up to their ankles and jump a wave seven times, each time making a wish. I love that. I would I would really like to do that. I think if I ever spend a new year at a beach or maybe even just the next time I'm at a beach, I'm going to do that just because. In Ecuador, they create a masked dummy or scarecrow to represent El Año Viejo and burn it completely at midnight, down to the ashes. And this effigy represents the misfortunes of the past year. So that's really cool, right? Like you're taking everything that's happened in the last year that you didn't like, that you didn't feel good about, and you're burning it up and just forgetting about it as if it never happened. That's a good way to move on. (laughs) In the United States, we watch the ball drop, we light fireworks, and we celebrate with family and friends, some old, some new. One thing that is common to all cultures is the setting of resolutions or goals. The new year brings an opportunity to start off fresh, making plans to do things differently and be better than we were before, better than we were last year. We can forget anything that happened last month or even yesterday, if it was technically last year. So if you did it December 31st and it's January 1st, you're all good. Personally, I am not a big fan of New Year's resolutions. I'm just not. And for some reason, for me, they convey a sense of finiteness. As in, they seem to only be related to the year in which they're created, only related to the year they're made for. And that's perfectly fine for some goals. But I'm all about lifestyle changes. I want any changes I make 
to contribute to my personal and professional development, not just this year, but all the years ahead. Furthermore, goals tend to be very specific. My goal is to make $1 million in 2023. That's an amazing goal, right? And one I look forward to achieving. But when you don't achieve specific goals, or if you picked goals you believe to be unattainable, there's just a cloud of disappointment around them. And sometimes you don't even remember what it was. You just remember the feeling. And then you start to associate those goals with disappointment. With that said, because I am not a plan B person, like I am not a plan B person, meaning I don't believe in putting so much effort into developing your backup plan that you're taking away time and energy from achieving what you actually want. I just want to dream big and feel great about it. I want to dream big and to fully believe it. My proposal is that instead of setting goals, we set intentions. Setting an intention means planning to take purposeful action. You can be intentional about anything, anything, including setting your goals. (laughs) The difference is intentions infuse more directed focus into whatever it is you're doing. I've decided to be intentionally healthy with my total health, my comprehensive health. I will be, no, no, I am intentional with my physical health, my mental health, and my spiritual health. In these past few months, I have been trying to stay afloat, pursuing my passion while adjusting to the new dynamics of a five-person household. You know, I haven't been intentional so much as I've been surviving. I have been operating on very little sleep and just kind of walking around like a zombie. And surviving does not feel good. There is no agency in surviving. Surviving is a lifestyle of opportunity rather than purposeful action. But enough talking, let's get into the logistics. I am intentional with my spiritual health, and this means taking control of my thoughts and only, only steering them in a positive direction. I am rewiring my brain to only see the positive side of things. I am generally an optimistic person. I am. I can sometimes let my brain slide into negative thinking. And when that gets started, it all piles on. For example, when I spend all morning preparing to get out of the house and a torrential downpour starts right as I'm opening my front door, I know you have been there and I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. In that situation, I'd previously say, of course, Of course, it's raining as soon as I leave the house. Of course it is. It's a negative thought. That's just a negative thought. It is. It could be worse, but it's definitely a negative thought. And now I would rephrase that as I am happy all of the plants, the trees, and the ground are getting watered. It's still raining, right? But I am just reframing how I think about the rain. And that's great for me, especially in the summer, because I do not like to get out (laughs) to water things as much, even though I love to every time spring comes in the beginning of summer, get all of my tropical flowers and all of the flowers and foliage for outside, but I'm not great at watering it. So saying something like that is perfect for me because I really need it to rain. 
I need that work done for me without me having to put in any effort. And that may seem like a stretch to you, okay? Maybe the gardening isn't for you, but if you know, you know. You could also try, I appreciate that the air is being cleansed so I may have fresh air to breathe. That's a really good one for anyone who suffers from allergies. And that's true. Every time it rains, you have all of the pollen washed out of the air. It is instantly easier to breathe. You could have been outside 30 minutes ago, barely able to breathe, sneezing, runny nose, all of that. But after the rain, oh, you can breathe a sigh of relief. Or if that's not a good one for you, you could try, it's nice to have a quick rinse of my car. <laughs> or to have it cool down outside. Maybe you're outside, it was hot, you got some rain, you can feel the warm, like the, ooh, the summer rain. It's just warm drops of rain. But even though the rain is warm, it feels good on a hot day. You know, you can think about that feeling and just be appreciative of that. Whatever works for you, okay? you Now I'm thinking about summer rain. I don't know. Have you ever heard that Carl Thomas song, Summer Rain? I like that song too. It's a little off topic, but I'm trying to create a picture for you. Whatever works for you, whatever helps you reframe your thoughts, that's what you would focus on. I am actively seeking positive thoughts and trying to stay focused on them. You may already be familiar with the law of attraction, which is actually also responsible for the recent social media trend of the lucky girl syndrome. So the law of attraction basically says whatever it is you're thinking of is going to come to you. Whatever energy you're on, they say vibration, but whatever energy you're on, that's going to come to you. So if you're thinking positive thoughts, those positive things are going to come to you. If you're constantly thinking negative thoughts, the negative is going to come to you. So that's the law of attraction. And the lucky girl syndrome, which is a trend on social media, I don't know if I even call it a trend, but it's trending on social media. Or you may be familiar with this scripture from Philippians 4.8 in the Bible. I'm going to quote the King James Version. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think on these things. I know both. I know the law of attraction, and I also know this particular scripture, and they are helping me as I work to be, or not even as I work, but as I am intentional with my spiritual health. I am intentional with my mental health. Anxiety and fear can creep into my thoughts if I am not careful. And that's just the truth. And once there, they start me on this path of doubt that wreaks havoc on anything I plan to do. I just start the what if, the constant worrying about what if, what if, what if, what if, what if. It leaves me stuck. And when I'm stuck, I'm just afraid to take any action. You know, what if when I go walk, walk out to my car and I get in my car and I'm driving on the road, blah, 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 blah. What if I reach out to this person about that thing and blah, 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 blah. And I saw a clip on YouTube. There was a man giving a speech. It was a TED Talk. And he talks about how worrying is believing in the thing that you don't want to happen. You're just believing in the thing that you don't want to happen. That's what worry is. 
But what if you just believed in the thing that you did want to happen? You know, sometimes it's just so easy for us to worry, but what if we just did the opposite of worrying? We'd feel better about that. Being stuck, being afraid to take action, that is the opposite of intentional. I've also set boundaries that allow me to move through the world with a freedom that I didn't have before as part of being intentional of my mental health. No more feeling guilty that I said no about this or didn't want to go and do that. Because sometimes, you know, we just feel guilty about things when really we need to honor ourselves, we need to protect our peace, we need to honor our peace. And so I'm just, I'm being intentional about just doing that. If I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm intentional with my physical health. If there's one thing that drives me crazy, it's the used to's. I used to do this. I used to be able to lift that. I used to eat like this. And because for me, when I'm referencing the used to's, I'm usually referencing or referring to some healthy lifestyle decision that I implemented in the past that's fallen by the wayside. If you ask me why I don't anymore, why I'm saying I used to, I can always, always, always give you a very valid and convincing excuse as to why it is no longer possible for me. You know, I think a good one for that is like kids. I think it just comes to mind like, oh, I don't have time to do this because of kids. And that is a valid excuse. That is a reasonable excuse, but that doesn't help me, right? That doesn't serve me. The fact of the matter is me living a healthy lifestyle is really only important to me for me. Yes, yes, my family wants me to be healthy so I can live longer and we can spend more time together, but they aren't the ones that are living in my body benefiting from or suffering from the health decisions that I've made, whether they're healthy or unhealthy. I am intentional about my health. And honestly, it is a process. It requires multiple internal conversations a day. If you see me and I'm just kind of staring off into space or I seem distracted, it's probably because I am having some very detailed conversation with myself about the intention. But honestly, I'm getting better every day. And that's how you develop a habit, right? Once you start practicing things, they become habit. And I am practicing intentionality. I am practicing being intentional. So I really want you to give that some thought and to think about even if you set goals, if you set resolutions, are you intentional with them? Are you? I don't know. Only you can answer that question for you. I'm going to leave you on this note. I just want to leave you on an affirmation because I always want to leave you on a positive note, feeling good. Repeat after me. Things always work out for me. Things always go in my favor. I am so blessed. I am so lucky.
I hope you feel good about that because you are. Things always work out for you. Things always go in your favor. You are so blessed. You are so lucky. And it's going to be a great year. (laughs) Happy 2023. Okay, so I'm Dr. Stephanie Hack, the Lady Parts Doctor. And before you go, make sure to to subscribe to the blog and the podcast wherever you listen to the podcast. And leave a review. If you enjoyed it, please leave a five-star review. If you didn't enjoy it, send me a message at drhack, D-R-H-A-C-K, at ladypartsdoctor.com because I want to hear about it. I want to hear how it can improve. Also, send me an email if you have any questions, any stories, or any ideas or you want to share or any topics that you want covered. Go on, head over to the YouTube channel. Follow me on Instagram at LadyPartsDoc. That's the same on TikTok and Twitter. I really love when we chat. I love our interactions. I love our conversations. And if you're interested in booking for presentations, consulting, or other events, you can go ahead, head on over to the website. Until next time. Mm-hmm.